So my name is Bex Jenkins. Um, I am a youth worker in a town called St. Neots, um, Open Door Church. I love leading my youth work. I've been doing it for years and years and years. And um, this is my very good friend, Wayne, who's down here. Um, he leads the youth work at KCC and Hedge End. Um, and both Wayne and I are massively passionate about um, young people and youth work, and we love it. We've been doing it for about... 18 years, and um, we don't look that old, we both know. Um, so uh, we, we love leading youth works, we love young people, we love seeing them grow into all that God's got for them, and we also really are passionate about equipping youth leaders, so that's why we've, um, hopefully some of you might have come to our st- the seminar stream last year and earned a back, and we feel like it's essential when we're gathering together on site for, to have a chance for youth leaders to actually get equipped as well. Um, So this seminar stream, we're going to give you five key ingredients for a healthy youth work over the next five mornings. Um, So it'd be great if you could come to them all. Um, So we're going to look at enjoyment, empowerment, um, experience, education, and one that I've forgotten, encounter. Thank you. Also, uh, we just want to get the dates in your mind for Centre Parks, the Youth Workers Conference. And we're going to be in Sherwood Forest again this year from the 19th to the 21st of January. Um, It's going to be a great week, weekend, um, packed full of loads of equipping, um, loads of time for refreshment, loads of times for you and your team and loads of fun. And we've already got a couple of speakers confirmed for that. So we've got Prince Lai. I've never heard of him, but he's amazing apparently. Lay, sorry, Wayne. And also Will Vanderhart, a confirmed speakers. And Wayne's trying to get Kate Middleton, not of the royal family variety, but uh, another Kate Middleton. Um, it would be great to see you all there. Um, our aim for this week is that it would be really practical that each day you'd get to take away at least one thing that you can apply into your youth works. And we're going to make it really practical, give you time to chat in your teams, um, give you time to ask us questions. Um, so here is a number that you can text any time during this morning with your questions and we'll try and leave um, enough time to do a bit of Q&A with both Wayne and myself at the end. Um, so we hope you're excited. It's going to be an amazing uh, five mornings. So over to Wayne. Just Becky. Well, good to see you all. Good to be speaking um, this morning. I did try and get donuts and coffee to be served for you all when you walked in, but apparently the budget didn't stretch for that. So I might try and get a few treats throughout the week, though, if you, uh, if you keep journeying with us. So as I said, we're going to be looking at these five ingredients and uh, we actually stole this. Me and Becky went on a retreat day with a guy called Matt Summerfield who's coming to speak tomorrow and uh, he basically introduced this concept to us. He's the guy that oversees um, all the work of Urban Saints. He spoke at the Youth Workers Conference in January this year. <coughs> Brilliant guy, phenomenal youth worker, uh, great speaker and um, and he basically took us through these, these five ingredients. We stole them. I said to him, can I steal them? Can we use it um, for this? week and we've put our own little twist on it. So, so we're looking at the five different ingredients today starting with the ingredient of enjoyment and uh, when I was doing this I was thinking well is this just the one that's um, when you look at all the others like is it the watered down one we're just going to talk about having fun and as I've been developing it um, I've got more and more passionate about this as an ingredient and uh, the reason for that is I see it as part of defining the culture that we want within our, within our youth groups, within our community, um, with young people. And uh, as we look at um, the type of the flavour that we want, the culture we want within our youth work, I think enjoyment is an essential part of that. And uh, as we go through, I'm going to give some, some tips of how I would bring this into the youth work where I lead. Um, but 
hopefully as we go through you'll just catch some of the principles that I think are important um, with this and you'll get some ideas as well as we go through. If uh, we don't get a chance at the end to answer all the questions that come through me and Becky uh, will commit to answering those just uh, another point so so maybe later on today or uh, or maybe in a few weeks when I got back from holiday we'll we'll just go through the questions and, and we'll reply to you. So any questions you've got and that will be up all through the week as well so um, so at any point you've got a question just text it and uh, and yeah and we'll get back to you on that one. So we're looking at this um, ingredient of enjoyment. So why is enjoyment important? Well, I think it's important for for many different reasons. I think it's important for young people to enjoy being part of um, youth work. So then they will continue to take part if they like it. And if they're having fun, then they want to come back. Um, It's better for their personal growth. So if you enjoy doing something, then then you throw yourself into it, you get more out of it, and you develop more. We want happy young young people. Like if we've got happy young people, they're easier to lead, which is more enjoyable for us. And uh, and they'll um, uh, yeah, as I said, they'll they'll want to keep being part of it. We don't like our role as youth workers isn't to make it really rubbish and then expect our young people to still turn up. Like we want it to be fun, so they're going, oh, I love this, and I'm getting stuff out of it, and it's good. And then they'll throw themselves more and more into it. If they enjoy it, they'll want to invite others, and uh, others will want to come and take part. So, um, so if they're they're like, this is a great thing that I'm part of, then that will be attractive to those that are around them because they'll be saying, oh man, these guys love doing what they're doing. They love being part of church. They love being part of um, uh, youth youth nights and all of that. So then um, uh, they'll be like, oh, I want to come and check this out. I want to come and see what's going on. So it's a it's a way of of reaching out to others and uh, and drawing others um, into what we're doing. It will attract and keep team. So I've definitely found this. If my team are happy, if they're enjoying what they're part of, then they want to be part of it. They want to throw themselves into it. It's not that they don't go through hard seasons and we have to teach them to persevere. But actually, if uh, if they're enjoying what they're doing with young people, then then they don't burn out as much and uh, they throw themselves in and they, they stay, which um, is great. So I think it's really important that the team are considered as we're looking um, at this subject. And it reveals God to them. God is a fun God. God is a God of blessing. God is one that is so creative, so diverse. He, he loves to bless. He delights in bringing all his goodness into our life. So, so our youth work should reflect that. And um, that should very much be part of uh, what young people experience. When they're part of what we're putting on for them, they're getting a flavor of who God is. They're getting exposed to, um, to, to, to God in all his goodness. So I think there's lots of good reasons for why we um, have an ingredient like, um, like enjoyment. Our role as youth leaders is to create safe space for young people to grow as disciples. That's our calling. We're called to make disciples, to shepherd young people into all that, um, all that God has for them, to walk um, alongside them and to lead them into the fullness of life that Jesus has made a way for. And I'm sure that's very much on your hearts. You want to see young people come into the fullness of of all that Jesus um, would have for them. Youth discipleship is about journeying with young people through the highs and the lows. And uh, they're very much, as you do youth work, and if you've been doing youth work for, uh, for any period of time, you'll know that there's, there's immense highs and there's, there's real lows uh, when it comes to working with young people. They, they just, that is the, the nature of it. And um, our role is to disciple them through that, that we would give opportunity for them to, to learn what it is to walk through the, the low times, but also to experience great high times when it comes to, uh, to knowing Jesus and walking with him. It's about pointing young people to Jesus 
and showing young people what it looks like to live for him. As a youth worker, I find that massively challenging but hugely exciting. That, that I, that we, we get to play a role in seeing young people formed as disciples. That through the decisions that we make, through the choices of, uh, for what we choose to expose young people to, we can play a significant part in shaping their lives and shaping who they become in life. For many young people, our youth works will be their main point of contact to the Christian faith. That, that would be where they, they discover who God is, where they lay foundations for their lives, uh, but where they find out who they are in God, who they want to be, where they, they get all the, um, uh, all the foundations um, in place for them to be able to springboard off of that into what God has for them in the future. That's a, that's a huge role that we've got as, a, as youth leaders. It's not a small task. It's a massive task. But it's such a, a great task that God gives us. Such a privilege to have that role. And uh, I know because you've given up a week to be here um, to serve your young people, that you will be those that are passionate about seeing your young people come through, seeing good foundations uh, laid in them. And uh, as, we, as we create programs, as we put on stuff for, for our young people to grow as disciples, we want that to be as positive ex- uh, an experience as possible. We want that to be a whole load of, of fun as we, uh, as we make that happen. So enjoyment has to be high, high priority. It has to be a key ingredient that we put in, a key flavor to it. So three areas of, of enjoyment that I want my youth work to focus in on would be enjoyment in the program, enjoyment in relationships. So enjoyment in program, in the program, and that's in what we do um, with our young people. Enjoyment in the relationship, so that could be uh, team to young people, it could be young people to young people, or it could be um, team to team. So I think enjoyment in in all of those um, different areas that I want to think through and and make happen. And I want there to be great enjoyment in God. I want my young people, like I'm, I'm... over the years, I've, I've definitely realized I'm not one of those people that just, like, I love craziness. And we'll get to some of the, the crazy stuff um, in a bit when it comes to working with young people. I love the craziness and stuff. But ultimately, if they're not getting enjoyment in God, if they're not meeting with him, if they're not growing as disciples of him, then what is the point of what we're doing? We're not there to just run a social night and, and a lively, vibrant social night, but miss the fact that they encounter God. And that's why I love the fact is when we look at the, the different ingredients that we're going to go through this week many of them are are focused on getting good education good teaching in um, developing um, in faith in in how do we create context where they encounter God where we lead them into stuff of God where we empower them to move forward into God and I think that that is is essential um, in it so so yeah so I, I want them to to ultimately meet with him and move forward with him and 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 learn what it is to to love him and I see that that is that is a place where they can get great enjoyment in. Like young people can can have a blast when it comes to to developing relationship with God and meeting with Him. I see the first one very much serves the other two. So if we get the first one right, then I, I believe that's the platform to then 
um, serving them, getting enjoyment in relationships and enjoyment in God. So when we think of our programs, we want to be thinking, okay, what's the how how do we put on a program that is full of, of enjoyment that really serves relationships and it serves and serves encountering with God. So so when I'm developing my program, I want there to be var- um, variety to it. I want it to be creative. I want there to be a healthy mix of challenge and of fun, of getting serious and getting crazy, of the big and the small. So times when we're all together and we're doing stuff as a big group, but also time where we're just um, meeting in small groups or, or with individuals and looking to make that, um, uh, make that fun and make that good. I want them to learn from, um, from hearing, from doing, and from seeing. So I think they, in, in what we're delivering, I'm constantly looking at how are we creatively putting this across, how are they connecting with it, what is it getting them doing, what's it getting them seeing, what's it getting them, them hearing, how are they, they connecting with that, and how are they enjoying that. I want them to make memories that when they go to school the next day, they're saying to their friends, you're never going to believe what I did last night. You're never going to believe what I got up to uh, youth. And, and I think this is this has probably been one of my mottos as a youth worker of this, this line of, of you're never going to believe what I did last night. And at times it's got me into trouble and um, definitely in trouble with my team and in trouble with parents. So, um, so I've learned a lot of lessons when it comes to this. So, so what, like a couple of, of, of ones that I look back and go, that was, that was a moment where they went away and go, you're never going to believe what happened last night, but maybe not the best one. So one was when I was showing them my breakdancing moves and I decided that I could run up a wall and do a backflip. And as I ran and put my foot on the wall, it just went straight through. And I had to then phone, a, phone our, the person that um, oversees our church building and say, I'm really sorry, I've just broken our wall and stuff. Young people loved it. They went to school and they say, you're never going to believe what my youth leader did last night. But um, it wasn't necessarily the, the best one for me. Another one was when um, I got um, told that I was, uh, I was going to, um, I wasn't fair to animals and I should be, um, uh, uh, yeah, I should be reported to animal rights because I was doing f- like fish bobbing. I thought it was quite a, uh, you know, you do ap- apple bobbing. Well, we just did fish bobbing. So we bought a load of goldfish and big tank and we just had a competition who could catch fish. Fish are really fast. They're really hard to catch. But um, my young people loved that. They were like, That's, that, they just thought it was brilliant. Some of the parents didn't quite agree with that. So I did get in trouble. Probably one of the worst ones that I often get um, told off for, um, well, I get like it always comes up, particularly when people are talking about health and safety in my church at the moment, is I decided it'd be really fun. We've got a balcony in our church, and I thought it'd be really fun to do abseiling off of it as a competition. So I got two tug of war ropes, and I just tied them to the balcony, and um, I did boys versus girls, and it was the quickest that could get down. So no harnesses or anything. And one of my youth leaders said. Um, so what happens if they fall? And I was like, it's all right, we'll get some guys underneath to catch them. And uh, no one died and stuff. That's, off, that's another one of my mottos. Well, they didn't die, did they? But um, that, that is it. I, I, I'm not promoting that. This is the stuff that, you, 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 that isn't good. But um, young people loved it. They were like literally just like abseiling off. Some of our most timid kids were like just came alive and stuff and uh, went a bit crazy. But that often goes into my box of uh, things you should never do as a, as a youth leader. And that box is, is quite big. So, um, so that that one is a uh, is not a good one. So it does get me into trouble at times, but um, yeah, it, I know that it, it did come under the banner of, of "You're never going to believe what I did um, last night." I think though that that line, when I think of of the when I read the Gospels and I think of the disciples, I think they would have lived with that, like 
I just, if we were to just have hung around with them, be with them, I bet they were like, oh my gosh, you never believe what happened yesterday or you never believe what, what happened the other day. Like, like those that spent time with Jesus, I, I bet all the time they were just living under that statement, uh, the, the adventure of what it would have been to do life with, with Jesus. That the, just the sense of, of this crazy adventure they were on, just a lot of fun. As I read the Gospels, I just see that they had a lot of fun together, just hanging out and doing life together and, and stepping out into the things of the supernatural and, and just following Jesus into, into places that he led them. It, I, I know it's challenging as well. You see that in the Gospels, but you just see this, this, this real mix of vibrant um, community and, and relationships and, and just this, this dynamic um, dynamic life that was going on just uh, an authentic mix of a vibrant community of awe and wonder of of moments of surprise um of of just incredible passion of just like just wow moments of like oh wow and that's that's what i i see life for the disciples with jesus would have been like and that's what i want my young people to see that life with jesus is like now that that hasn't changed, that as they do life with Jesus, that they can, they can have moments of awe and wonder, moments of just complete surprise, moments of just, just amazing community, of relationships, of, um, of just like thinking, well, I just love doing this life. I love, I love being part of this adventure. And I know I'm like an optimist and I see the positive and everything, but, but I, I really do believe that life with Jesus is like that. It's not like there isn't times that are tough and times that are hard, but actually the, 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 even in the tough stuff, we can just meet God and, and, and enjoy him and enjoy his presence. And I want my young people to, to come into more and more of, of that. So firstly, as we think about that and as we think about enjoyment, and uh, I didn't initially think that my talk would go this way, but it very much uh, landed here, is, is when I was thinking of enjoyment, I thought it's got to start with us, that when we think about what the enjoyment we want our young people to have, then we've got to start by asking us the, ourselves the question of where are we at with enjoyment? Where are you at with enjoying your relationship with Jesus? Where are you at with enjoying serving your young people? When it comes to, to you, where would you, where would you put yourself um, in answering that question of are you enjoying your relationship with Jesus? Are you enjoying serving him and serving young people? That our first command is to love God, to love him with all our hearts, with all our minds, with all our soul, with all our strength. So we always have to start there, don't we? And I think enjoying our relationship with God is really key because if we're enjoying our relationship with God, then that will flow through to that that we lead and that that we're, we're serving. And if we're enjoying serving our young people, then, then that, will, that will flow through into what we're, we're doing with them and how we're supporting them and, and the, the community that we're creating around with them. So, so as a group of youth leaders, where are you at with that? Are you enjoying your relationship with Jesus? Are you enjoying your walk with him? And then from that place, are you enjoying serving him in youth work? If we're not in a healthy place, that will flow through what we lead. If we can't answer yes to that question then I think we've got to be honest with ourselves and say, actually, something's not quite right here. Something needs to change. Something needs to be, to be looked at. See, New Day is a great place for young people, but it's also a place where we can do business with God, where we can get stuff sorted in our own lives. That in amongst all the craziness, we can make space to, to do business with God. And I'd encourage you to not put that off. If, if, if actually you would 
you wouldn't answer yes to those those questions, then I'd say this week, priority is getting yourself right before God, is is looking at your where you're at in your walk and, and making some adjustments um, to that. See, God wants you to be enjoying your walk with him and from that, enjoying the role that he has given you. If you're not having fun, then how can you lead others into fun in God and fun with each other? So just on this, and we'll land it in a minute, but I'd just like you just to think of a scale. So 0 to 10, 10 being really high and 0 being really low. And uh, what score would you give yourself on you currently enjoying your relationship with God? Where would you put yourself on that? Would it be a high 10? Yeah, I'm loving it. It's great. I'm really enjoying God. Would it be somewhere in the middle? I actually... It's a bit challenging at the moment. It's not great. Or would it be on the low ends? Actually, I'm just not enjoying it at all. What score would you give yourself? And what score would you then give yourself when enjoying serving young people and working with young people? Where would you put yourself? High 10 or low? Low score. I would say if either of those scores are under five, then something needs to, to, to be looked at straight away. If you would say, actually, I'm in my relationship we've got at the moment, I'm, I'm a five or below, then I think let's be honest about that. Let's look at that and say, OK, I, something, something needs to change. That actually, I, I'm, I'm not in the, in the right place, in the best place to really be serving the young people um, and giving them all that I, I could be giving them. And uh, I, I really want to address that and, and, and look in that. Or if, if your score with serving young people would be five or below, then I'd say actually something, something needs to, to be looked at. And I'd, I'd ask you to, to get that, um, to be open and honest about that today. Um, uh, myself and Becky are around. Um, we'd love to chat to you. We'd love to, to talk about, well, what's going on? Like, why is that? Um, love to pray with you. There's some other youth leaders around that, that would love to connect with you. Or if, um, if you've got someone on site that you could just go and chat to and just say, actually, Wayne asked this question in, in the seminar today. And I, I, I just think I need to, I know something was going on. And I need to, I gave myself a score five or below. And I just need to chat to someone and look at that and just look at, well, why is that? And what can happen to turn that around? If you scored yourself from five to seven, then well, what needs to change to see that score go, go, go up? That would be my challenge to you to to take that away and go, okay, well, I want to see that improved. I want to see that go higher. And in life, we go up and down the scale. Like It's not like we always stay at a nine or ten all the time. But I think when we are in those lower scores, then we need to just look at it and go, okay, let's be real about this and let's address that. So so what would need to change to go up? And if you're on those high ones, then then that's great. You can you can help some, some other people um, find that as well. I know for, for myself, so my own story is, is a few months ago, um, God actually answered a prayer was a youth group we'd been working with these really challenging young people that had been coming to our outreach night and we'd been praying that God would bring them into our, our more faith-based evening and um, God answered that prayer and they all started coming but it was just chaos it was just it was it took our something that was really healthy just to a place of just complete um, just complete mess and uh, we had about a month of youth nights where I just got to the end of it I was like I'm hating this I felt like I was just not liking the young people not liking the youth night just like 
God, you answered my prayer and, and now I don't, can you take it back? And, um, and, and I actually found personally, I took it really on board and just started to just feel really low in it and just feel like, oh, this is not good. I'm not enjoying this anymore. And I had to be really honest with that and uh, just spoke to my team. I said, I know God's answering the prayer and that's great, but actually this isn't good. This isn't healthy. This is, uh, I don't feel like I'm in a good place with it. And, um, and just confessed that to a few people, chatted that through, got serious with God, just like spent a day just pray, like praying and fasting and, and just seeking God on it. Came up with a new strategy, started to put other things in place. And, uh, and then we've just had the last month where it just completely turned around. And I was like, yeah, this is now good again. I'm enjoying it again. So it's okay for us to do that as youth leaders. But to not stay in that place, we have to, um, we have to be serious with it if, uh, if we are in that place. What I'd like to do is, so it has to flow from you. Turn to the person, someone next to you. And uh, share one thing that your young people have enjoyed doing that you or your team have organised recently. So share, share an idea, share something that, that you've done recently that your young people have enjoyed. Two minutes, go. It's great, there's lots of talking, so there's lots of things that our young people are doing that they're enjoying. It'd be um, really good to get feedback on that, but I know we just haven't got time. I'd love to get some, some ideas from you. If you heard a really good one and you were like, oh, that's great. That's something a little bit different and stuff. Then can you text it to me? Because I'd love to know and steal some, some of those ideas. So just send that on a, on a text. What I'd like to do now is um, I'm just going to focus on eight things that, that I have done or areas where I focus on where um, I think are really key when it comes to the subject um, of enjoyment. Some of them you'll be like, oh, that's just really standard and stuff. But these are just me looking back and going, OK, that was that was really key in, in developing a culture um, of, of enjoyment. So the first one, one that that I think is really important and uh, I hope you would agree, is just games. I absolutely love games. Um, when I ever mention the, the word games in my youth work, they go, Wayne's games. They like literally, like, they just, yeah, Wayne's games. So um, I think games are really important. Um, I think they can be a lot of fun, but I believe that they, they can build confidence and develop skills with young people. So I think they can be a lot of fun, you get a lot of enjoyment of it, but there's a the real purpose to, uh, to games um, as well. I believe they can develop social skills, public speaking skills, leadership skills, problem solving skills. So if you're not one of those people, and I know there's youth workers out there like, um, you, like there are youth workers out there like it, that are like, oh, I don't like games and we don't do games and stuff. Like, can I just challenge you on that? Games are important. They are very, very key. The right game can really make a moment in youth work. And uh, I'm very selective in the games that we do in the different settings um, that we're in. We often play the usual games, so things like Empire and Mafia and Chinese Whispers, Charades and, and the, kind of the usual ones that you do in, uh, in groups. But I also like to add in some surprises with games. So one that, that um, really did throw my youth at one point was we did um, games with chickens. So you get frozen chickens, well, defrosted chickens, you put them on your hands and then you just get young people to do random tasks with them. So we did um, chicken pictionary to so give them a pen and they have to, with chickens, they have to draw um, pictures. We did tower building with chickens, so you just get a load of bricks, and so I used my kids' bricks, and then I thought, oh, I probably shouldn't give them back to my kids after, because that's not very good, but we just built towers with bricks, and it was a competition, and so you could do many things with, with chickens, bowling with chickens on your hand and stuff. Some of my parents didn't quite get this one, but I, I persevered through, and I said it was a great game. So um, games with chickens is, uh, is great. Things like... Um, surprises with games so so one thing that I did last year we just did manhunt 
um, after curfew whilst on a Christian youth camp. Now, I'm not saying that was New Day and stuff. You can't hold me to that, but we had a group of really good lads that I was just like, oh, they've been really good. Let's, so we got them up in the middle of the night and just like, right, we're playing manhunt. Like, all the youth leaders are going to track you down. You've got an hour to survive and stuff. And we just did that. So surprises and stuff. I'm not throwing out that, that you should do that a new day at all, but something a little bit different. Um, Last year, I told all my youth leaders to dress up as superheroes and then just sent them out into uh, the community. And then the youth, lead- the youth leaders just had to go and track them down and find them. And you just had random like Batman and super, like, Superwoman and stuff running around our streets and stuff and uh, finding them. So things that are a little bit different, I think, are always good fun. Um, we do messy games. We do wide games. We do high energy games. We do thinking games. We do team building games, competitive games. You can get loads of ideas online. But I think change it up. Like if you've been doing the same games for a while, just change it up. Think of different things different. Like how can you, uh, um, yeah, how can you be add in a bit more enjoyment or a bit more creative? You never want your young people to be like, oh, it's the games again and stuff. But like always thinking of new ideas. Don't dismiss, um, be dismissive of games. They can bring, bring a load of enjoyment into, uh, into youth. Second one, one that I really like is food. Um, it's definitely a big one and it brings a lot of enjoyment to people. We are eating so well on this site this week. We've um, got these new caterers and they basically run a hog roast company and they're just giving us like so much meat. It's absolutely mad. But food is really important. Jesus did a lot of eating with his followers and uh, so do we. So I think using food for enjoyment in youth is really important. I spend a lot of my budget and I know this won't be possible for some of you, but I spend a lot of my budget on food. Uh, we usually have donuts and cookies every Sunday morning when we do youth. Um, we have a big tuck shop when we gather. Each month I cook dinner for a group of our youth leaders and uh, uh, when we have team meetings, so I invite them over to the house. And uh, if we ever meet as a youth team, we just give loads of, like, loads of snacks and treats and stuff. Just want to see those guys really blessed that they know they're coming to a youth night, a uh, youth meeting, then they're just going to get spoiled um, with stuff. Um, I invited all the young people over for, oh no, I uh, often invite young people over for dinner to hang out with me and my family and that can be really special just integrating them into that, particularly kids that just haven't got much community going on at home. I think that can make a massive impact on them. Uh, we had a barbecue at my house for the youth. Um, I was expecting 30. 30 of them said they were coming and 70 turned up, which was just mental. Um, but it was a lot of fun. I live in this little village and we took them all to play wide games on this field across like over the field. And we were walking through my village, like 70 of us. And my neighbours, like, they were really old. And they were just like, what is on earth is going on? And stuff, which is a bit crazy. Uh, we've done pizza making evenings, pudding competitions, where we sent them into Sainsbury's with a fiver each in group. They had to come up with the best pudding, put it together and had a little competition with that. Commun- Union Mills, um, I've got a picture of one of those soon. We just laid loads of paper out and put loads of snacks and stuff. And then they had to, we did communion together and they just wrote stuff about God. And it was um, a lot of fun. We um, often, our, our team take young people out uh, for cake and milkshakes. So we just regularly like, encourage our youth leaders just to hang out with our young people um, around food. And uh, if you don't use food with your teens, then they and you are missing out. So look for opportunities for that. Third one is uh, worship, but creative worship. So we do worship regularly with our young people and uh, often led by musicians, often quite reflective. One of my most enjoyable uh, worship nights was, was recently... Uh, Our worship leader couldn't do it, so we just got a load of really high-tempo worship songs off of YouTube, and uh, we 
just brought all the young people together. We just whacked up the, like, the music. And um, we just had this evening of just them going absolutely mental. Um, to, like, it was like being in a club with a load of young people, but it was all worship-based. And it was the sweatiest youth night I mean, I've ever been part of. And we had young people doing like congas and, and break dancing and stuff. And it was just a bit different and just creating an atmosphere, which is like, oh, we're going to do worship in a different way. And we've done this in, in an old youth group I used to lead where we just we had a DJ and we just got him in and said, right, do a DJ worship night. And, and the young people loved it. And we had young people I knew that would engage with that. And they just got everyone going, the crowd going and, and stuff. And it was it was just loads of loads of fun. Um, but just doing something slightly, slightly different. Um, we also another one very reflective. So I, I love this. Um, just getting a big black sheet and just putting rice in the middle and um, getting the young people just to be creative with rice. It sounds really a bit weird and a bit simple, but young people really engage, and it's, it's normally really good for like ones that are a bit more artistic or into creativity or sensory and stuff. And um, we just said, like, just do stuff that reflects God or says something about God. And young people just wrote words or did pictures or handprints, and then we just got them to go around and just share um, afterwards. So really simple, really cheap, and... Um, yeah, you could do that with a small group or, or a large group um, and stuff. And uh, it was a, like, a really nice moment of just hearing them talking about what they came up with and stuff. We've done things like prophetically as well. We're trying to get young people to prophesy. Then we'll give them something like that and just like, OK, think of a picture in your head and now just communicate it with rice on the on the sheet. And uh, it's amazing the stuff that, that comes out of it. That was uh, our communion meal as well. Just loads of paper just on the floor and just crisps and stuff. And then we did communion. We read a, a bit about Jesus and, and then got them to um, to take squash and bread together. So, um, so yeah. I think when it comes to worship, like get them outdoors, get them using different types of music, make it sensory, use the Bible to inspire, um, challenge them to go deep. Don't do the same thing all the time when it comes to uh, getting young people engaged with worship. Another one on the back of that, I think, is creative prayer as well. We had a brilliant night the other week where we set up 10 stations, prayer stations. So we wanted them to engage with prayer. So um, we had different stations and we put them into groups and said, just go around and as a, as a group, just engage um, with prayer at the various stations. So um, we had a post box where they posted letters to God. We had a door where they wrote names on and then prayed for people they wanted to see um, come into relationship with Jesus. Uh, we had a map that they just prayed over. We had a shredder. Where they wrote stuff they wanted to confess and then posted it in. So st- standard youth work things, but it was brilliant. They just start, like we had a probably had a good hour and a half where they were just engaging with prayer because each station they just did ten minutes out and 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 just went round. So being creative with 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 stuff. I think enjoyment needs to be in our spiritual moments just as much as it does in our social moments. And I I think engaging with that and thinking that through is really important. Sleepovers would be the next one. We take our young people on loads of um, overnighters because I just think getting a chunk of time with young people, you can just go to a different level of relationship and connection with them. So um, we often just look for ways to take them away. We book in a a number of overnighters throughout the, the year. Obviously, New Day being one of them, so a key one that we're here this week doing. We do a church youth weekend away where we go and just stay at a local school. So we just ask the school, can we just stay at yours for for, um, a weekend? And they were willing to let us do that. Um, We do a uh, one where we meet up with other churches that we're connected with and we stay at a church just for a weekend. We often just do sleepovers at our building, come and just stay over. Um, We obviously have a church building so we can do that. So sleeping over um, uh, at the, the church building. 
last week I took seven lads away that I've been mentoring in a in a school. It was just the end of year. I said let's just go camping for the night. So we stayed in someone's big back garden, and these um these lads have just never really been camping. So um, took them away. It was a bit of a crazy one, but it was a uh, it was good fun. Um, camping, like sleepers, they don't have to be expensive. I know for some of you, like your residential will be a big thing where you spend loads of money. I just look for loads of little opportunities to do that. So I think it's just having time away is, is, is really fruitful. So it doesn't have to cost like, loads. Like most of our weekends, we charge a tenner or something and that would be or fight like the camping trip, um, on Wednesday I did um we just charged them a fiver each and that was to get fish and chips and so it didn't really cost anything um so it doesn't have to be expensive but getting them time uh, in times away um it just gives space to get to know them and gives a context to create some great memories um with them also like if you're on residentials think creatively about it what could you do differently if you've been coming like I've been coming to New Day for like 14 years so this year I was just like so like that's probably why I did them I didn't do it a new day, but I did um, um, last year just because I was like, oh, I just want to do something different. I'm not saying that was the right thing because it probably wasn't good at all. But just thought I need to do something different and just to uplift it. This year, we're having Christmas Day on Thursday. So basically this week, we've brought a Christmas tree, Christmas decorations, Christmas jumpers. We're doing Secret Santa. We're going to have a Christmas meal and stuff. So at new, like this Thursday at New Day is going to be Christmas Day just to do something different with our young people because I was just like, oh, they just just want to surprise them a bit they don't know about it yet like we've um they know they've bought christmas jumpers but they think it's for one of wayne's games that's just going to be a bit funny so um tomorrow we're gonna be like it's christmas eve and give them out stuff where they've got to go and get us um, a present for everyone and we've got like cards and all of that so so yeah just it's good to do things different to make it a little bit more fun um a couple more so water fights, I, f- I love water fights. I think just getting young people with water is just brilliant. Young people love water fights. So um, we have a big one every year. So every summer we do a massive water fight. This year it was on the night where we had like the worst storm I've ever experienced. And um, some parents were freaking out. They were phoning me, have you got kids in paddling pools outside in a storm? And I was like, yeah, it's, it's sheet lightning, not fork. I think that's okay. And they were like, we've just Googled it. It's not okay. Get them out of the paddling pools. I was like, oh, okay. So um, <laughs> don't know how I came up with that one. But um, that was a lot of fun. Um, last year we did slip slide rounders um, where you just like tarpaulin, slide over it into a paddling pool and stuff. That was a lot of fun. Um, uh, the year before we made this, paddle, this, this paddling pool. So this is, this is pallets. So we got 12 pallets. We're like, we got them for a pound and, um, and a big tarpaulin that was just in the garage and um, we just nailed it all together and I was told we did a risk assessment I was told you allowed 12 people in it but this was a moment we had photo so we had 42 people in our in our in our handmade paddling pool it was literally it was full up to water to about there it was such a good night it was um it was like beautiful sun, sunny weather kids running around water fight and uh, and we were just like relaxing in the in our ready-made hot tub which I wasn't allowed to keep I did want to see if I could take it back to my garden but um, I was told that I couldn't it wouldn't last so that was a, a really good thing saw that just on Facebook someone put on Facebook like because I said to one of my interns I was like do you think we can make a, a swimming pool out of hay bales and um, and they were like no but I've seen this on Facebook and um, we made that so that was great um, where am I so I often would just throw in a wet games night as well, like in the middle of the year, just like we're going to just come, we're going to absolutely drench the youth room and literally just like cups on heads and climbing over chairs and like bobbing for stuff, not fish, because that's not good. But um, but just getting young, like it doesn't have to be a hot day to do water fights, but young people love those. So I often throw those in, we just get drenched. 
Another thing that I think enjoyment is just getting good one-to-ones with young people. So I'm a firm believer in building relationships with young people. So I look for opportunities to connect with um, connect with various young people uh, in the youth group or wherever I can, and get my team to connect one-to-one with young people. We often I often meet up with the the lads one-to-one, so the, particularly the older lads, just to discuss faith um, challenges they're going through, just life in general. Um, to keep this enjoyable, I always think through the various settings that I'm going to meet them in. So often like, I take them to Mackey D's and we'll get a milkshake or we'll go to um, for like Costa um, or something. Um, I've taken a few of the older college lads just kayaking for the afternoon. It's one of the best moments is just, uh, I know it's not always possible, I live by a nice river um, and was given a couple of kayaks. So, so I just said to one of the lads, like, let's just go kayaking and we just sat on the river and just went down. It was like, I don't know, just a really like just key moment with this guy just chatting about life as we're just going down this river. It was amazing. If you can create opportunities like that with young people, it's good. But for some young people, I just take them for a walk, particularly some of the lads. They don't like to just sit and chat. So we'll just let's go for a walk together and, um, and just chat as, they, as we walk and stuff. So it doesn't have to be expensive. Um, I love it when they open up, when we have good conversations about Jesus or just when I know that I've established relationship with them, where we've just gone a bit more deeper in the in the relationship and and just connected with them in a in a good way. So I think New Day is a great place where you can get some good one to one time. Like put that in this week with you young people. Like I've got a group of lads that I'm just like I'm just going to pick them off one one at a time and just be like, let's just go for a walk. Let's just chat. Like they've not really been connected recently. So just where you at? What's going on? Like use the the time that we've got um, here on site. And then lastly, another one that I just, I build loads of enjoyment into into team. So this was some of our core team and uh, we just sat in the garden. And this this old guy, he he's not in our team. He just was living across the road. He had dementia and he just came over and just sat with us and had our team meeting with us and started telling us about stuff in the war, which was a bit random. But but it was great. And uh, the team just invited him in. So we just we just eat together as much as, as possible and just hang out together and and. Um, make memories with them. So I think that's really important. Um, build enjoyment into your team that will then flow into your youth work. And uh, if you're part of a team, like really value the team that you're part of and look at the role that you can play in making it more enjoyable. Uh, we have an evening together every other month just to pray to um, to uh, to get to pray to just look at our young people to um, to get training together. But I also su- uh, surround that, as I said, with, with food, with drinks out, uh, with meals at my house, um, with spending, uh, sorry, s- sending encouraging messages, presents. If you're a team leader, like, bless your team. Like, I've got some, some of my youth leaders that I knew were just going to be flat out this week and stuff. So I, on Saturday, I just um, went to Sainsbury's and got a takeout meal and stuff and just dropped it on their doorstep and was just like, just have a great night before we go and do crazy a crazy week and stuff. And with someone else, I just knew that they were literally, like, giving up their, their holiday to be here this week. So just sent them, like, a, like, thank you so much for what you're doing and stuff. Like, let's always be looking at ways to, to bless those that are serving and, and um, yeah, and, and giving to the work we're doing. Um, presents are good, 
Um, I spend time discipling my team members, investing in team. And lastly, like centre parks is a great time away just as a team together. So I would say make that priority if you can. If you've not been before, uh, we have great times at centre parks at the Youth Leaders Conference. So um, that would be a real highlight for, for my team um, of just enjoyment in the year. So I would say invest in that. And I'm already like, I've said to my youth leaders literally last week, like let's get it in the diary and let's start because it always gets to Christmas and you're like, I can't afford it and stuff. Or I was like, if you put £10 a week every week now, then you'll have the money to go to Centre Parks. So think about it now and get that in place so then you can um, you cannot give the excuse if you haven't got any money when it comes to, to January. So think ahead on those things. Okay, that was my, my eight things when it comes to enjoyment. Um, these are just some of the enjoyment moments that um, I've done or come up with or see as important. Some cost money. Some don't. Some take a lot of um, prep. Some don't. Some um, some work for all the youth. Some don't. All though are trying to give our youth the best while they're in our care. Uh, we don't want youth to be dull or something that they get bored of. We want it to be the best years of their life. We want it to be stuff that sets them up for life, so that they just like they love being part of church, part of youth group, part of connecting with God hope you get from that like some are the crazy stuff some are just like encountering God and I think that mix has to be there when we're thinking about enjoyment with God Um, we want to keep developing a program that is full of great memories enjoying one another and enjoying God I'm finished amen okay how do you still maintain discipline alongside enjoyment great question Okay, um, so I'm guessing I'm going first on this one. Um, so one of the things that we do is um, just be really, really clear on the kind of like the rules of our youth work every day, every time they meet together. So we have three things that we say to the young people that they're to respect the team, to respect the building and to respect each other. So we kind of look for those three things and we add sight on instead of the building when they're at New Day. So that's the kind of like the the culture around our youth work so I think if you if you make sure that the young people know what is expected of them at any night then actually when you're doing the crazy they still respect you because you have that ongoing kind of relationship with them and I think it's just making sure that um when you are kind of doing the mad stuff that actually the young people know where the line is um and that if you do need to like discipline them then actually you do and if you say I'm if you do that again I'm going to do this then you need to do that what have you said? Follow through on your threats. Like yeah. children. It's good. I think relationship's really key with that. So building relationship, knowing the ones that are going to be challenging, getting good youth leaders alongside them and around them. So we've very much done this this year at New Day. We've got some really challenging young people that we've brought. So we've just got a team that are just solely focused on them. When I did the thing that I shouldn't have done um, last year, we actually only took, we only did it with, with a group of lads that had just been absolutely stunning for the for the week and um we didn't we got a load of ones that hadn't been that good and we just didn't do it with them so i don't know if that's that's good or bad but we actually honored the ones that were i think so much of i i can fall into it so much of my time can go into the ones that are challenging and i miss the ones that actually just like turn up each week that are really good that don't ever um yeah get attention because they're they're not they're not causing problems and stuff so i want to make amazing moments for them that they see actually this is good like that 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 i'm part of and stuff we have a really clear um discipline strategy as well so we've already got two kids on yellow cards at the moment so we do yellow card red card go home and uh, we've got two kids on yellow cards at the moment okay next one how do you make attending sunday services enjoy um enjoyable for them 
donuts and cookies like that so food I think is a really key one for us we look really creatively at how we do our talks so our young people they stay in um, stay in for worship then they go out for teaching um, and our teaching we say it's aimed for year 7, 8 and 9 and then year 10 and 11 can decide whether they come out to youth or whether they stay in the service and they choose depending on who's speaking um, but when we're doing our stuff we're we're putting high energy into it. We're doing loads of games. We're we're um, breaking it up, so it's not just sitting listening to to talks and stuff. Um, we do the same. So we have our young people in for the um, for the worship, and then they go out um, for their own teaching. And I think the thing that we've learned as a team is that actually that Sunday morning thing needs to be prepared as well as a Friday night because it can just be like um, you kind of get the same all the time. And actually, we want to mix it up for the young people, have different voices. Um, prepare it really well so we used to just kind of download a resource and then just run with it but actually it's making it really specific for the young people that you've got the other thing we do on a Sunday morning is we actually sit with the young people so I say to my team let's get in amongst the young people let's help them to know what it looks like to worship Jesus like you would do at New Day you wouldn't just sit at the back when all your young people are in a different block and it's kind of the same on a Sunday morning so we have a section of the church that nobody else sits in because that is where the youth are coming to sit because they're always late um, so, but yeah, get amongst them, um, talk to them whilst the talk's going on, if they're in the sermon and just get them to help, you know, help them make notes. We also do like a little, um, a note sheet that the young people can make notes on during the talk, like saying, what's God saying to me and what am I going to do about it? And we also give them a doodle page because some of them can't listen without doing something else. Um, and we try and ban phones because otherwise they're just Facebooking or Instagram or Snapchatting. Um, so yeah, we give them like a doodle page. I felt naughty then because I was on my phone. (laughs) You're reading text, that's fine. I know, that's fine. Um, Okay, we'll do one more and then we'll finish and I I will reply to the other one. So this one says, I love these ideas for building a culture of enjoyment, though we found this to be hard with a smaller group. Do you have any specific ideas or advice for very small groups of youth, i.e. three to five? So um, uh, years ago, I was part of a church plant and we only had a, a few few young people. So we, we were in, in that stage and stuff. I, I actually, part of me, because now I'm in a setting where there's uh, dealing with more young people, like part of me misses that the closeness you can get with a, with a small group and the stuff that you can just do. You can all jump into a car and go somewhere or, or, or do something. So I think having done led small groups, medium-sized groups and a, and a slightly bigger group, there's definitely benefits and um, highs and lows to, to, to both of them. One thing that we did do though with our when we had a very small group is we just joined with another group regularly so there was um um, there was a youth group that was like 20 minutes down the road and uh, we'd often do stuff with them and actually I I um I built my youth group through going to their stuff and just they were very clear of like they were part of the church I was part of but we would go in and just being in that bigger context um, was really helpful for them and uh, particularly when we was learning to how to worship together and and uh, how to step out into some of the stuff that was just a bit awkward with when there was only three to five of you you might not be close to anyone else but um, I'm yeah I think if you can do that I think use the fact that you're a small group like build good relationships do stuff that's exciting like you can do trips out and stuff that is just easier than when you've got to get a coach every time you want to go somewhere and stuff like use stuff that goes on re- regionally so um so i still do that like i get my young people like we travel we're in southampton we travel up to bedford for a lot of our regional stuff just because that's where relationship is but i see it's just important for them to get into context where they're with with um lots of other youth groups and and stuff and and things but if 
there's other churches around, why don't you say to them, like, can we do a few youth nights together where we just get our young people um, building and, and supporting each other and stuff like that? So I don't know if that's helpful. I don't know if you've got anything to add. Um, I was just thinking how, like, actually see yourself as really lucky at this time and be really blessed with a small group and actually spend the time really getting to know them and setting the culture of your youth work because as it grows actually then that is going to be built into the DNA of what your youth work looks like so our youth work was quite small um even last year we probably had about 10 real core young people and it's now grown to like um between 30 and 40 core young people but actually the difference in the uh, the group of young people we bought this year because the the kind of of the foundations we set with them when they were a, a small group is massive so they're like a family here rather than they're being like little cliques all around because we've set we are a family that is one of our core values so I think be really blessed in this time where you've got the small um, and and God commands us to be faithful in the small doesn't he and then he'll give us more so actually be faithful in the small um, and really enjoy it. And like Wayne says, I think the key is connecting in, getting to know other youth leaders and saying, can I just bring all mine down to see you? So we've, we've taken all of our young people from St. Neots to Southampton. Often the people on site can't understand why there's people from Wayne's Church running, trying to pour applesauce over people's heads in St. Neots when we, we're not close Don't regionally, but actually got good relationships. So find people you like and get, get involved with them.